minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Yeah! Hello and welcome to the Redcast podcast. At first, I must apologise that we didn't do one after the Leipzig game. It's my fault. Game come at me too quick. I'm joined this week by Steve. Again, the return of Steve. How are we doing? Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, off the back of a good result for a change lately, isn't it? Yeah, I know. We've been awful. Um, but I said on a post-match, a pre-match, sorry, and a post-match that we're battle Leipzig. Yeah, um, to be fair, like the performances in general, we've had one or two that have been a bit off the boil, but we haven't been that far off winning a lot of them games, have we? Just at no. the small margins and the little final ball here and there, it just seemed to come together against Leipzig, didn't it? Yeah, well, in, in the Leicester game, um, we'll touch on our first, you know, I haven't touched on it yet, the, I think we were the better team for 65 minutes, and yeah. then it was almost as though when they scored, it was drop the heads. That's, yeah, it's just a sign of where the, the confidence is at with the players, isn't it? Because, I mean, I wouldn't exactly say we dominated the game because in the past we've dominated games more than that game, but we were worth the points up to that point, for sure. Would you have blamed Allison <clears throat> for the for the mad one where he come out and took Kabak out? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I blame Allison for that because, yeah. say, Kabak's 35 yards out away from goal. Allison's got no right to be anywhere near that. He should trust his defence to deal with that. I know, because if if Kabach was in the wrong, people would be like, oh, you should trust your keeper. But then Klopp yeah. came out and sort of blamed him after it, saying, oh, he's, he's inexperienced, he knows Ali's a ball-playing goalkeeper. And I was just like, no. No, absolutely. You, you can't expect your keeper to be that far out when maybe he's, maybe he's dealt with it, maybe he wouldn't. But you've got to, in that, that part of the pitch, you've Got to trust your defender to deal with it. You can't come flying out. What about Trent? People were saying he had a really good game, but for me, he didn't. It was like he was. I can understand this season with Trent that he's defending more. Um, him and Robbo have been made mm. to defend more, but I feel as though Robbo's getting forward more because he's got more cover on the, on the left side of the field. Like people holding back for him and stuff. But with Trent, it feels as though I know Robbo's faster, so maybe that's why he can get forward more because he can get back quicker. Mm. Where Trent. Trent can't. Trent is yeah, Trent's a weird one. He's um his touch and his passion seems to be coming back. Uh he did lose that for a few weeks, didn't he? Uh that that, that seems to be coming back to close to its best now, but positional wise he I, I don't know. Like I when I when I see players constantly in the wrong what I perceive to be the wrong position. Yeah. I then think I must be wrong because you can't. I used to do it with Alberto Moreno all the time. Yeah. I'd be like, he's out of position, he's out of position, he's out of position. But he just kept getting played, so it's obviously a tactical thing. He's obviously supposed to be in that position. It just looks wrong. I mean, with, with Trent, I was moaning, thinking, he's, he's jogging back, he's jogging back. And one of my mates said to me, well, he always does that, but you just don't notice it as much because Van Dyke's rapid. Yeah, yeah. And then, so I started watching some games from last year, and Trent will bomb it forward, but then he'll like stroll back. Yeah. Uh, and so it's obviously like that's where he's preserving his energy, but it's frustrating when we haven't got Van Dyke in the team. I know. Um, they, they, like, what at the minute we haven't got a Fabinho or a Henderson in that sitting role who will drop in and cover. Yeah. Although we've got a player there, we haven't got that type of player who will drop in. Like I think it's been Thiago, hasn't it, or Wijnaldum? <laughs> it's been Wijnaldum, um, yeah. I noticed that on was it Sky or BT, they, they highlighted Thiago's positioning and how where if it was Henderson playing there, Henderson, they showed, would drop back into that position and Thiago was slightly slower dropping back into that position. But that's not him. You know what yeah. I mean? You can, I, I, can't, I can't fully blame Thiago for that. Like... I don't want to blame Thiago for anything. <laughs> I mean, Thiago's actually, people are expecting him to have this same position that he had at Bayern at Liverpool, and it's a different position. I'll get on to it. Um, the, the Athletic done a f- fantastic article about how he's had to like, change, his, change his game, change his position and stuff, and it makes sense because Liverpool play a completely different style of football to Bayern. Mm. You can't just say, oh, you're a number six, so you play that exact same number six. You play for a different team because a, a number six works different in different systems, doesn't it? 
yeah, and or number eight or whatever you know. Yeah, whatever. in Liverpool system, he seems to play playing more like the number like eight, number ten type yeah. role, um, which I prefer him in because I think in that number six role, he's just prone to snapping someone, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he like he likes a uh, he likes a little nibble, doesn't he, at the opposition? Like, which I don't mind that, but I don't want him getting booked after th- which we we all have a little. Little bet on the last game when uh, Thiago was going to get booked. He never even got booked in the end, did he? We were no. all like, "Oh, six minutes, seven minutes," because he likes to uh, he likes to put a stamp on the game early, doesn't he? Yeah, he's. Um, I think he plays better usually when he gets a card. But moving on to that Leipzig game, you could see that Thiago. There's the pace of football in the Bundesliga is obviously a lot slower yeah. than than the Premier League and. Thiago absolutely ran the show. He did, Tuesday, yeah. didn't he? That that game completely suited him. Um, I say it was it was close to the performance he had against Chelsea. I mean, when he come on at half time, yeah, I, that, that could, because we dictated the pace of the game so much, and he's instrumental in dictating the pace of a game the way he plays. So if it's played that if we've got the ball and we're playing at our pace, he dictates that, and he just looks amazing. He's. In the in his uh, in the in the midfield, his stats aren't that bad. You know, he's his ball retention is ninety two percent. He winks up seventy percent of the play. Um, he carries and dribbles the ball eighty three percent of the time. It's his defending that are actually the worst stats. Yeah. So I don't know why people are still expecting him to be that number six. No, he's like, and let's have it right. He's about five foot seven or something, isn't he? He's not a he's not a big dominating. Like Patrick Vieira type player, is he where people would expect that sort of thing of him? So I don't know why people expect it of him. That's not him. Well, in Bayern Munich, he only won uh, 64% of his aerial duels. And this is what surprised you, his height at Liverpool, he's won 90% of his aerial duels. Wow. That's crazy, isn't it? And 94% of his impact has been from defending. Is that, I mean, is that down to the fact that any high ball, he just steps out the way and lets, uh, <laughs> lets Henderson run through and win it all? I don't know. Like, he has improved his defending post coming back off the injury. Like, yeah. he's, he's won. <clears throat> he's disrupted the opposition attacks. This is So people are slagging him off. Thiago's disrupted op- opposition attacks 99% of the time in the pool. Yeah. That's an actual, and that's an accurate number. So 99% he's disrupted people attacking him, which is, his numbers are, are unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. He has had eleven point eight. He averages eleven point eight tackles per game, winning forty one percent. And the only person who wins more tackles than him is um, Curtis Jones in the midfield. Again, little uh, little shout out for Curtis Jones. I thought he was outstanding against Leipzig. I mean, yeah. the whole team I thought were fantastic, but the maturity Curtis Jones showed I thought was just unbelievable. I think it was the best one of the best performances we've seen from Curtis Jones in um in a red shirt yeah. against Leipzig. Yeah. He was just unbelievable. We have so we've seen him step up before in the past, but not in a game of that, that like magnitude. Like he against Everton in the cup a couple of years back he, he dominated and scored the winner, but that's that was, that was like the a, kids. That, right? was the, that was the kids. That that doesn't really, although he's still done it. It doesn't really count the same way. Last night was like the big stage, and he just stepped up and he, he just looked so comfortable. Do well in that game. We only had three shots on target, you know, which is mad. Like we had ten That's shots. Surprising that three on target, um, six off target, target and one blocked. Mm. We only had like two corners, but for me, that was the best Liverpool team performance of the season. Yeah. Um, it's the best one I can remember. I think if we go through all the games from the very start of the season, we might pick out one or two that are close. Well, that, the only other one that stands out for me is Leicester yeah. at, at the start of the season at home. Um, but I, just for the whole game, it felt as though the intensity, everything was just right. It yeah. just looked as though Liverpool were back again. What 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 um, made me the most happy which is what I think we've been lacking a little bit in the past few weeks, um, is that pressing from the front. That's been... I mean, it's been there a bit, but I thought against Leipzig it was back to how we've done it for the past yeah. three years, where it's like one will go and then the rest will follow. Let's not forget we were going up against a team who are arguably, at the minute, the most informed team in the Bundesliga. The second, <laughs> Bayern Munich... 
are having a season. Bayern Munich are top, but they're having a season similar to Liverpool, where they just can't get a run of wins under the belt. They've, yeah. they've lost to some mad teams this season, Bayern Munich. Um, and obviously they fought the answer to their defensive problems as up in Mangana. Yeah, actually, <laughs> as did we. You know yeah. what I mean? We, we were hailing them. And, uh, come on, he's had one bad game. But on the world stage. Yeah, oh, he, 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 he had a stinker. Like, someone, I've seen someone put, I haven't seen a defender make that many passes to a Liverpool player since Virgil van Dijk got injured. <laughs> he, um, so he had an absolute nightmare. I think he's better than that. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen much of him. Um, I just went off the fact that, I mean, when I said, oh, it'd be boss to have him, everyone was saying how good he was. And that's the first time you, I've probably watched him for like, 90 minutes mm. and he was just awful like I've but never way, like if you, if you you've had his performance up against Kabach like a 20 year old yeah there you go I mean that says that says a lot doesn't it and he's doing himself no harm in getting the permanent deal I no. think no yeah, I think well, I got told it was an obligation to buy where we've been told that's an option Brad have an obligation yeah he's he's um, it'll be interesting to see how he fits in if Gomez makes a, a full recovery and, yeah. and can play at this level again I mean, he's young, he's hungry, and he's clearly a talented footballer, so... Well, we've been monitoring him since last summer. Yeah. There's got to be a reason that our scouts and department and Klopp has wanted him since last summer. It looks like he's fitting well with the, the squad as well. You see all the... I mean, you don't see little clips, don't you? Videos and pictures you're saying and all that, but he seems to already be like one of the boys. Well, you not make Trent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Trent's his mate, but the rest of them probably quite like him. But yeah, in that in the Leipzig game, um, he started out... I expected them to start, but loads of people were saying like, "Are oh, they going to start pulls and up fronts and stuff?" And but Leipzig this season, they're like a typical old Spanish team where they play with just midfielders. Yeah. Um, but that Danny Olbo, it didn't. That game didn't show how good that boy is. He's a central midfielder, mm. uh, and he's world class. He's someone who I think Liverpool should be looking at from that team. I wouldn't be looking at anyone else. I mean, we've been linked heavily to that Canate. But he, he's that injury-prone. He wasn't even on the bench in that game because <laughs> yeah, he's injury-prone. So it's like buying another matchup. But that team is... It plays the Red Bull way, which is what Klopp admires. Yeah. Um, and I think... Before, I was on transfer room before the game and I said Jürgen Klopp's got the beating of any German team. Would you would you say that as well? Uh, yeah. Like... If you look at the team, the G- we haven't played that many German teams since he's been, but we've not, we've not had the problem against any of them. No, well, what, because I was saying Liverpool are going to win the Champions League this year. Yeah. It's it's facts. It, we're going to win it. Number seven's coming <laughs> I've in. I've seen that little that, that video <laughs> you uh, and everyone else was losing their mind. <laughs> you were talking about it. But honestly, like, I'm not bothered about the league. Obviously, I'm bothered that City are going to win the league, mm-hmm. but I'm not bothered in the sense of like if we don't win the league this year and win the Champions League, and then next year we don't win the Champions League, but we win the league... I'm not bothered. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Major trophy every year, doesn't matter which one. Yeah, and with um, when I was on about the German teams, it's like, remember when we played Bayern Munich, everyone was yeah. saying, but they're finished. We absolutely battered Bayern Munich yeah. at their ground. Battered them. They tore them a new one. I think that was the first time that we really got a, a sense of how good the Fabinho was in defence. Yeah. Because we played, was it Fabinho and Matter? With the two defenders at Anfield for that first leg, yeah. and we got a clean sheet, and everyone was like, "Oh, oh, actually, <laughs> yeah." And then, and then obviously we went. I was in Barca when we played them away, um, and we just absolutely destroyed them. Like they, they did not worry them. No well, Manny didn't he back here or chip it? He chipped it. He turned no, he didn't he? Yeah, well, they, that was the one where uh, Van Dijk played that that ball just straight through the middle. He took it down, turned the keeper the wrong way, and just dinked it with his left, and everyone was like, "Huh." Oh. And then everyone, <laughs> when people were saying Bayern Munich have finished, and then they absolutely battered the Barcelona the following year, didn't they? Eight yeah. two in aggregate. Yeah, they be they absolutely give Spurs a new one. Um, at the present moment, the champions of Europe, yeah. champions of the world, yeah. and people were saying they were finished. And all that's happened in their team since then is they've lost Coutinho and Thiago. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they haven't. I mean, they they're bringing enough on card, but they haven't. I don't think they brought anyone massive in. Sammy's that's it. That's the only one we brought in since we battered them. And I don't they're the only team in the Champions League who I'd say is dangerous. And I think Jürgen's got the better of them. Yeah. yeah he, he, he got Dortmund two back to back leagues. Yeah. Like and Bayern Munich always win the league in Germany. Um so I think any team in the Champions League will batter. People think PSG. I'm not scared about them. I'm not scared of PSG. Um 
because there's not I mean obviously they, they battered Barcelona. But Barcelona we, aren't the Barcelona and everyone thinks they are anymore. No, we so. battered Barcelona with Divock Origi and Shakiri starting. Don't Salah was out and Firmino was out that game. Yeah. So I mean Mbappe ran the show, but I'm not worried about PSG. You, um it looks as though Juventus could go out, Porto beat them two one. That was a shock. Yeah. Like I don't think they've ever been beaten by Porto, have they? No. No. I mean, the Europa League games were more of a shock to me. Some There were some mad results in that. Yeah. Uh, Steve, the Rangers game? Yeah. That was insane. Eh? Four goals, though. Yeah. He's just he's made for Europe, yeah. Stevie G, and he's going to... I reckon he'll do well this year um, in Europe. I'd love Gerrard to get United in the next round and <sighs> knock them out. Imagine it. That'd be unbelievable. <laughs> oh, yeah, back to the pool. Um, <laughs> Actually, I just want to touch, before we get away from it, on um, we saw Thiago and Bayern Munich. Did you see the the Bayern Munich president come out? Is it Karl Heinz Rummenigge or whatever his name is? He said um, he he's trying to talk Thiago back to Bayern Munich already. He's already saying like in the press, oh, it's not working out for him at Liverpool with welcome and back and all that. You can leg it. Yeah, it, like how's it not working for him? Because Liverpool aren't playing that well, or yeah. haven't been playing that well in the past well, few weeks. All but... I keep thinking about Thiago is when. We are fit again. He's going to be world class because you've cast your mind back to the Everton game at the start of the season yep. when he had Hendo next to him and Van Dijk was in defence. He'll pay. He'll... Yeah, he was unbelievable. That yeah. pass was for the for the goal. It wasn't a, an offside. It was yeah. definitely a goal. Uh, I think he he'll thrive in a midfield with a proper defensive midfielder behind him. Yeah, um, and I think he's been playing a lot better in recent weeks anyway because he's had. He's had Ronaldo there, hasn't he? Yeah, um, and I think playing Jones there is a stroke of masterclass from Jürgen because it's like Thiago's the most senior one, so we can then turn around to Jones and go, you stay back, I'm going forward. Where yeah. when there's other players there who've ultimately won it all at Liverpool, yeah. he's a bit like, well, what do I do? And he's thrived. Him and Jones have half made a belt little partnership. And touching on Jones, obviously, you touched on before in the Leipzig game, the only criticism I've got of Curtis Jones is I'd like to see him express himself more. So he, you can see that he's young and rather than just like powering forward and looking for that shot or the, that killer pass, he'd rather play it safe. Mm. Now, it's good to boost his numbers because his numbers are ridiculous. His passing numbers are some of the best I've seen. But then, you know, he can carry on his right foot. Yeah, yeah. I think that yeah, the issue he's got is he's got a lot of senior players around him who are older, more experienced, more goals. And he might... Although he looks like he's got that little bit of cockiness in him, yeah. I reckon he's still got that sort of inner anxiety around if if he takes this shot and it and it misses, he's got Salah, he's got Mane, and he's got Firmino, and then he's got like Henderson all like down his ear. I think he needs to like jib them, and yeah, just take the shot, like, and it <clears throat> builds the confidence. He's definitely we we've been saying on this since the very first episode about how good Curtis Jones would be. Um, generational, I've called him. And you know what, right? I am so happy to see him being a baller because yeah. <laughs> the amount of people who said to me when I said, like, how, how do you know he's going to be that good? And I was like, trust me, he's going to be world class. You and just see it, couldn't you, from the minute yeah. you through, like. And it says a lot that he's starting Champions League last 16 games. Yeah, ahead of some of them players of, like, that are on that bench. Geox. Um, I know Kaiser's on fifth, but I still think when Kaiser comes back, here to challenge starts. Dad, he's got a good fight on his hands for a place like think of the City game we were in it Jones came off yeah crumbled Leicester, Leicester. Yeah, in it yeah. Jones came off crumbled Jones played 90 minutes against Leipzig and we were dominant for 90 minutes like yeah. he's I'm not saying he's the main source of the win but I think he's a big part of it he's pivotal isn't he at the minute um, I say Keita has got one hell of a job on his hands trying to get back in that team yeah I'd still put him back in not, nothing, nothing against Keita because I think when he's fit, he's just outstanding. But because he's that injury prone, he's he's got to fight even harder to get back in the but team. That apparently, that's why he's been fit for a few weeks. But we've been like um, he's been doing work with I can't think of the fella's name now. We brought a coach in, mm-hmm. which is ultimately going to help Kaiser and help the likes of Matip and then players who can't string around the games right, together. Okay. Um, so I think once he comes back in, maybe he might then you might get that run of games. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, the the Leipzig game would have been perfect to play Kaiser, and I think just for, for him to get that bit of confidence yeah. because he, he ran the show when he was there. So, like, like you've seen Thiago's change, how much difference he was playing in, in against the Bundesliga team. 
I think Kaiser needs a game like that for his yeah. confidence. You see, if you look at our squad when we've got everyone fit, we've got an abundance of quality players there. <clears throat> I like think that last game, the was it the Leicester game? Didn't we have was it six or seven first team players out? And then Mil- did Milner get injured against Leicester? Yeah, within the fourth. So that, I think it was six, and then Milner was like the seventh <coughs> first. We say first team, you know, who would make yeah. the bench maybe? And people are still saying, you know, we haven't got our injury crisis anymore because I, I, I don't know what they're smoking like. But. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's getting we're in a stronger position, definitely. Um, looking ahead, it looks as though the derby is going to be potentially the last game Joss is out for, mm-hmm. so we could be back for Sheffield United. Um, and then that makes me so happy, <laughs> like so happy. And then we've got Kaiser coming back. Um, and then I think it's only Van Dyke and Gomez. Milner's on his way back. Matthew's out for the season. Gomez out for the season. People are saying Van Dyke's out for the season. He's not. He's not. Have you seen, have you seen him doing his little yeah. hop, skip and jump on that ladder? On the <laughs> thing? I was like, oh, yes, you're going for it. You're going for it. People think he, like, Matthew isn't in the, um, the squads anymore because no. he's out for the yeah. season. I don't think Gomez is either. Verge is, though. Van Dijk is, yeah. So why on earth do people think he's not going to play this season? When Why would Listen, Klopp put him in the Van Dijk decides whether he goes on that team sheet or not. <laughs> not Jürgen, th- not the owners. <laughs> that's why I, I strongly believe we'll win the Champions League. Because if Van Dijk comes back... So the next leg of games Leipzig, the second week of March, I think. Or the first week of March. Mm. So then if, if we get through, which... They've got to come to Anfield and win us 3-0. Touch wood, it doesn't happen because at the minute we're awful at Anfield, yeah, yeah. but we're touching on a set goal into the derby. But if he comes back in for the like the quarter-final stage, semi-final stage, Business the Champions the League... Business where you want him coming in, isn't it? Yeah, and then we need to start winning the run of games, um, which I think we will, which I'll touch on in a sec. But in terms of Champions League, if he's coming back in for, say, the second leg of that quarter-final, that's prime to have Virgil van Dijk back in because then that that's allowing you... To, and for the rest of the season to build that relationship up with Kabach, mm. it's a off but Fabinho. Yeah. But then I'd rather play Kabach and have Fabinho as the holding, Hendo back in midfield, and everything's gravy. Yeah, <sighs> like that's what I mean. Like the, the squad of players we've got when they're all fit, it's like you got the problem of who do you leave out? You're not scratching around for a centre half then, uh, or you know another midfielder because you put your midfielder centre half. I think Fabinho goes into CDM, Hendo goes into midfield with Thiago. I think. As good as Genie is, if he's not signing the deal, I think we do need to yeah. drop him because then it's allowing that midfield to build a relationship up. I think the all this uncertainty, uh, I think he's only playing as much as he is through necessity. Do you think he's staying? No. I don't know, because there's that video. I mean, I know he, he's not going to turn around to the Blue Nose and say, I'm going. But there's that video where the Blue Noses are like next to him in the car and he go, they go and swing. You need to go to Barcelona, you're better than the Reds and all that. And, and he goes, um, they want me, but I don't want them. I want to stay here. And it's come out a few times where he wants to stay here because his kids are in school. He's yeah, settled. But you'd think if he was that adamant that he wants to stay, the deal would be done. He'd say to his agent, do you know what? I swear for the last year, whatever. You know, whatever it takes, I want to stay. But he wants, he's on 85 grand now and he wants 150 for five years, which I can understand the good people not wanting to give him it because he'd be Does he know what is that his agent pushing for? He could say to his agent, look, whatever they want. I don't know. I don't know. Agents are a mad one. That's why I've, I are feel as though I want Haaland, um, but then I really don't think people are going to go into business with me and Ariola. I know, that's the problem, isn't it? Like, yeah. And, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know who, who Jeannie's agent is. like... I'm sure. I'm sure the beast like Jürgen might have a little minion somewhere in Germany. Just go and have a word with Harlan and go listen. We want you. Let's swerve him. Get another agent. I think it's Mbappe. You know, does that things come out this week about John Emery's threw around with him for two hours, hasn't he? Round France. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a couple of years ago. On the private jet yeah. and impressed his family and his family are happy with yeah. Liverpool and they're, they're happy to pay the the two hundred million euros or whatever it yeah. is that they're, they're asking for. They'll make that back. They'll share it sales <laughs> in a year. No doubt it. That that's like. Great business model. He's young. He's valuable. I've seen someone say, I think when it's been Carragher, saying he will play for Real Madrid one day, but Liverpool's ultimately like the perfect stepping stone. Now, I know Liverpool aren't a stepping stone club and we don't want to be associated with that. But for players who aspire to Real Madrid, maybe we are a stepping stone, yeah, whether we like to hear that or not. I know he's been unbelievable at PSG, mm. but it's a farmer's league. Yeah. If he can come to the Prem and do the numbers he's getting there in the Prem, 
he will go to Real Madrid. And at this present moment in time, Real Madrid can't afford him. No. Real Madrid and Barcelona, because of the Spanish TV losing the money, the skins. And Barcelona are on the verge of probably going into an administration at the minute. They nearly have a billion pound in debt. They still owe us money for Coutinho. That's why he hasn't been playing. Yeah, yeah, they don't want to activate that next clause in the contract. Yeah, so the skins, the best thing for Barcelona to do is to get rid of Messi. But then PSG have apparently said to Mbappe, if you stay, we'll bring Messi. I don't think Messi's going to go to PSG. No. How could PSG, like, legitimately fund Messi and Mbappe? Maria, um, what's the other guy's name? The other Atty, Neymar. No, yeah, Neymar, that's the guy I'm looking for. Did, like, how can that be in a league like that, all above board, funding that with financial fair play? I don't care how many shirts you can sell. I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll go there. When um, we had a City fan on after the, before the City game, Paul, mm. and he was speaking about how he thinks Messi's been done for a few years. Um, because, let's not forget... City have got Tiki Bergestein and as like the overseeing it all. They've got Pep there, they've got all Spanish coaches. They basically got the Barcelona from when Pep got the model there. Yeah, they? from when Pep was a boss. He's basically just took everyone. Mm. Uh, so for Messi, that, I think Messi wants the best. Messi's been at his best under Pep yeah. in his career. And he hasn't got many years left in him, has he? No, and at, I think at, oh, at that level, he's not got many. That's years why I think he'll go to City because they'll, they'll sign him on like a Something stupid like a seven-year contract, and he'll go to City for two years, three years. Then they'll move him to New York. Yeah, because the City got, the, got, that, yeah, they've got they've the City got football that, group. Yeah, yeah, and then they'll make loads in share sales, mm-hmm. absolutely loads. But the only thing that reminds me it doesn't stop it because he's he's a dealer, isn't he, Messi? Yeah, I think you might maybe see um, City go to Adidas. All in the name of Messi. Maybe, maybe, yeah. It would make business sense, I guess. Anyone buying Messi, I know it's a massive layoff at the start, but you're going to make it back. You're getting arguably the greatest footballer of all time. I mean, there's always a like a, an ounce of risk involved in stuff like that because he could turn up and break his leg on day one in training <laughs> and you've paid the money for him and then what are you going to do? I, but... I'd rather, I'm not comes to Prem, Liverpool get Mbappe and City get Haaland. If we can only have one. I cut you know what? Right? I to see Haaland or any other team in the Prem, it just breaks my heart. I think he'll come he the Prem. Immense. Why? He'll like he's another one who will go to Spain, but they can't afford him at the minute. So I do think he'll come the Prem. And wouldn't you like to see Mbappe and Haaland in the same In a red shirt. <laughs> I want to see them both at Anfield. No, we I, I don't <laughs> I think if we got I think if we bring one of them in, we keep the existing front three right, as okay. well, and they get rotated in a sense of like maybe Bobby drops back, um, but I think it gives us more options. Like if you brought Mbappe in, it makes more sense because Salah could then go down the middle with Mbappe on the right, and then Jota and Mane mm. are alternating, or Jota can go in the middle. Does they can all play everywhere, and then Bobby will probably drop. Deeper I would games. like to see them all. Uh, I I just still think I just still got that thing in my mind that. For us to bring in that world, that world class, that Mbappe, that Haaland, I just think one of the others will go. Do you not think I, that's why FSG has been skinned though in January? Uh, may, maybe. I hope you're right. I do hope you're right. But I, I don't know. It's just that, 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 that little pessimist in me. Of like, they're not, they're not scared. I've, I've had my heart broken too many times by the likes of you know, Torres and Suarez and that. And I just, it hasn't happened for a while. We haven't had that superstar leave us. And. I feel it coming. I don't and I'm preparing for it, so I'm not too heartbroken <laughs> when it happens. Like. But with FSG, aren't scared to spend money, you know? Mm. If I'll have a look now. Um, the biggest... But we've always, had, we've always had players going out. Not like, not, not your big stars, but we've never, like, you say we're spending big. We are, and we have. But it's always been funded by other players going. <laughs> Red Sox have got a player on... A twenty-four million pound a year contract over four or five years, and they give them it all up front. FSG aren't scared to spend big money, you know. Let's not forget, if we have a shocker seed, which we are going to win the league mm-hmm. this year, we're going to finish. I don't know. I still think we'll finish second. I'll tell you why in a minute when we move on to the derby. On. But FSG, when we needed the goalkeeper, went and spent seventy million on yeah. one. 
when we needed a centre half. They went and spent seventy five million on one. Yeah. If Jurgen Klopp goes and knocks on their office and says we need Mbappe, they'll pay it. And I want them to because it'll shut up all the FSG ulcers because yeah. I like them, me. I'd keep them. Um, I, I mean, look at it like, I don't see anyone in the right mind can ever go at FSG. Look where we are and look where we were. Give your heads a wobble and just have a look where we are. Just look at the ground. I know. Just look at the ground. Like, yeah, we're, we're having a bit of a dodgy season, but city apart, everyone's having a dodgy season. Well, this is why I think we're going to finish second. Um Looking at the league, for like this, all the teams around us need to play each other in the next few weeks. Yeah. So there'll be points getting dropped here and there, won't there? Yeah, so we could end up second in a few weeks because there's, they've all got to play each other. So, um, so are we six points behind Leicester and United? Yeah. We, hang on, we're down in six now, aren't we? We're six points behind Leicester and United, yeah, but we're only two points off fourth. Yeah. Um, Chelsea are playing Southampton today. They're Chelsea are above us. Southampton are around us, aren't they? Southampton are quite slow down, you know. Southampton are 13th, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But Takumi Minamino's um, going to score an hat-trick today. <laughs> <laughs> is that your new one? Is it Curtis Jones with a screamer and Minamino with a yeah. hat-trick? <laughs> um, but tomorrow, for example, West Ham have got to play Spurs. Yeah. They're both around us. <clears throat> Villa have got to play Leicester. Yeah, they're both fans. And it's Villa's at home, so it's hard for Leicester. Mm-hmm. Arsenal have got to play City. So, like, Arsenal's, Arsenal's hit and miss this season, yeah. yeah, but they're still, they could still take points. They're a challenge, aren't they, for City? Yeah, and then, obviously, United play in Newcastle, that, mm. that's an easy game. Um, but then, you look at, like, the, the fix, like, all them fixtures, and you go to Mon- the Monday football. Monday. Uh, that's Brighton Palace, but the next weekend, um, We've got Sheffield United next weekend, haven't we? Yeah, so next Saturday, we've got Sheffield United. <clears throat> but then City have got to play West Ham. Mm-hmm. And then Leeds are playing Villa. On the Sunday, you've got Leicester playing Arsenal. You've got Spurs playing Burnley. You've got Chelsea playing United. Yeah, yeah. So there's points getting dropped, isn't there? The, All around. 100%. We've just got to... Yeah. Uh, I still think... Probably we'll f- now we'll probably finish fourth, maybe third. We're definitely top four though. Um, I mean, I'm I'm basing all this on the assumption that we're going to carry on the way we were playing from the other day. Um, I think if we can get another performance like that and another result like that against Everton, I think we'll kick on. We haven't had a, although we've been playing okay and not winning, we haven't had two. Back to back, two back to back, spank. Yeah, two back to back, absolute lessons for the other team. And I think if we get two of them, that'll that like that'll bring that momentum back. Well, West Ham are the ones who are closest at the minute to us, and their next run of games, they've got Tottenham tomorrow, then they've got City, then they've got Leeds, then they've got United, then they've got Arsenal, then they've got Wolves, then they've got Leicester. Yeah, that's that's West Ham falling off. A, well, you would expect West Ham to fall off, but it's one of their mad seasons, isn't it? Like. I can't expect West Ham getting much from that game. No. Them games. But, but you just never know. Like Pep, on Pep's press conference yesterday, I seen it on Sky Sports, he was saying that when they went into our game, they could have, if they would have lost, they would have been two points clear of us. Mm-hmm. Now, if they win before we play today, they're 16 points clear of us. That's madness. It, it, this league is just mad this year. But moving on to the derby, I think if we, I think this is the most important game of the season. I said it about the Leicester game, but I've been thinking more about it. Not in the terms of bragging rights. Mm. That's out the window for me. I don't get, I don't care. I'm not bothered about texting yeah. them all moaning and kicking off and laughing at them. <laughs> but if we win Everton, I think Liverpool can then kickstart because it's two back-to-back wins, another win at Anfield, yeah. uh, which we haven't had for a few we weeks We haven't now. had a good run, have we? We haven't had a good win at Anfield since... I can't even think. Honestly, I don't know the last time Liverpool won at Anfield. The last time uh, we, we won at Anfield, Steve, was... Because we lost the last three, didn't we? The last time Liverpool won at Anfield was the 16th of December. Against Tottenham. Wow. <laughs> That's two months. 
<laughs> That's unspeakable. Like, so we, I think. <laughs> when was the last hammering we dished out at Anfield? Um, was it even this season? 4 0 Wolves, 6 December. So, yeah, we, we've been shifting Anfield. <laughs> yeah. um, we need to turn that around. It's about time now. Isn't it? I think we'd be Everton. We've got Sheffield United after that. Mm hmm. That's tougher than people think. Um, it's away to Sheffield United. Away. Away. Yeah. Actually, that I'm more happy that we're away to Sheffield United than at home. We're better away, aren't we? Yeah. But then we've got Chelsea at home. So I think it's vital that we beat Everton. Yeah. I don't want no nil-nils. I don't want horrible draws. Not a, We have to win. Do you want Thiago absolutely nailing Richarlison? I think someone <laughs> will be nailed in this yeah. game. The referees never hasn't given a red card that was ever against a good pool Everton. Always all Everton games, and he's never Liverpool have never lost the game. He's been the referee off. One of them's changing this weekend. Yeah, and Klopp's come out and said, Annie, if we would have played Everton a week later, it wouldn't have been pretty. I'd give it, let's say that. Yeah, yeah. So there's uh, a lot of uh, there's a lot of bad feelings in the squad around this game, isn't it? I think a lot of the squad blame Everton for the season in the yeah. sense that we lost Van Dijk because of them. Yeah, and Thiago. Yeah, I want Ozan Kabak's a bit of a nightmare. You know, he's like Suarez. Is he? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind him getting sent off like the 89th minute to a little boat to Pickford's head or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll clear the fixtures anyway. Um, we've got a decent run of games, apart from that Chelsea game, which again, I think that's I've a got six... no issues with Chelsea. I think we'll beat them. I think Klopp's with the better Tuchel, yeah, I think because Tuchel's learned from Klopp, he knows him. And Chelsea will come out and play with us. They'll come out and give us a game and when the... teams do that, we pick them off. And they're starting Kepper again, so... Well, yeah, it's just at all, doesn't <laughs> but it? I think this Everton game is a six point one, like the Chelsea one, because if we win, Everton's game and Andy can't go above us. That's massive, you know. Like, yeah, and but then it shuts them off. But shut up. But then <laughs> if Everton beat us today, they go above us. Well, they, they go level with us yeah. because you got more goals. They'd have to hammer us, hammer us. Um, let me see what they'd need to... Let's not even... I don't even want to go down that route of thinking. Everton would need to beat us 11-0 to go above us today. Are they 22 goals behind us? Um, in fact... Is the goal difference? Sorry, no, they'd have to win us. They'd have to win us 12-0. Um, <laughs> the goal difference, we've got 13 and they've got two. So they only need to have half of that. Oh yeah, down. so they'd like, need so to win like six nil, seven nil. They'd need to beat us to go above us. Um, so let's all have a little laugh at that. Yeah, that <laughs> won't happen. But this is a six-point game because obviously if they win the game and Andy still can't go above us, then I think if I know we won two back-to-back games away, but I think if we beat beating Leipzig is giving us confidence. If we then go and get another win at home, and I mean like a three nil today, a four nil, yeah. something big, then that gives us then confidence going to Sheffield United. Sheffield United is getting like Palace where you can just bang them in, yeah. in my eyes. Um, that Ramsdale is terrible. You then go into the Chelsea game with three back-to-back wins. You probably beat them. And then you've got Fulham, Leipzig, Wolves, Arsenal, Villa at home. They they deserve, they need a spanking. And then you've got uh, Leeds, Newcastle, United. Yeah, We've played, out of the big, the big six, we've only got... Um, Chelsea Chelsea and United to play for the rest of the season I mean United's away but unless you want to unless you want to throw Arsenal as one of the big six and Wolves I, I don't think you can put Arsenal in that top six anymore no so we've only got Chelsea and United to play for the season yeah. that's it all the other teams are like Fulham Villa Leeds yeah, Newcastle Southampton yeah. uh, and to be honest with you I think Southampton will miss Minamino against us so <laughs> do you know what I was thinking then right what would you prefer would you prefer a like a 4 5 nil spanking of Everton or a 96-minute heartbreaker, like an Origi 96-minute goal just to finish them. A 4 like, 5 nil spanking so Origi doesn't have to get on the pitch. All right, you know, maybe not Origi, <laughs> but, you know, Bobby. Yeah. Not in the nah, I'd, I'd rather batter them. I think yeah. as much as I love the 96-minute spank, um, heartbreakers, we need some confidence. Yeah. And I just think a few goals will, will help that. Um and I genuinely think we're going to batter them. Yeah, they're coming off the back of two back-to-back defeats, one of which they lost to Fulham. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
What was the last game they played the other day? The the one I was City. Yeah, that's yeah. You can't really judge them on a City game, but I've poor. seen a few. Yeah, I've seen a few bits of Everton, and they have they have got a game of footy in them, but they just they got a few alright players, but they haven't got any like. They haven't got any game changes, any world beaters. They've just got a team of alright players. The only thing that they've got Alan back for this game. Yeah, again, I think he's like a like a. He's not really a game changer though, is he? He's just a solid player. Like he's a he's, he's a, a Lucas Lever, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you ask Everton fans, they'll probably say he's better than Fabinho. I've seen <laughs> I've seen one of their clown fan channels saying they were arguing with the Liverpool fans saying that. Uh, it was facts that Luca Dean was better than Andy Robertson. So I sat there and thought, is he? Yeah. Looked at the stats on the Premier League. So the official Premier League stats. Yeah. The same amount of time Luca Dean yet is doesn't beat Robertson on one stat. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Like he's the a good fact f- that he, yeah, he's a good left back, right? He is. He's, he's, he's not Andy Robertson. He's not Andy Robertson. No one is. They're just absolute clowns. Yeah. I mean, Calvert Lewin's a worry. But then, Kab- handful, yeah. yeah, Kabak won 75% of his aerial duels in the Bundesliga this season, and the Bundesliga is full of massive strikers like Lewandowski and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think, I'm not bothered about him. Kabak can jump high. He's, he's got a good aerial air duel in him. Mm-hmm. I think Henderson will bully Calvert-Lewin. Um, Richarlison, I think, someone's got to wind him up. We've got to have someone. I reckon, I can see us. Is Milner injured? Yeah. Is he? I was going to say, I can see it like Jürgen pulling out the madness of like playing Milner just to wind up Richarlison. I'm not going to sit here and say too much because I know it goes against me, but I can't remember a game where Richarlison's been good in the derby. No, I think, yeah, his head gets lost a bit in games like that, doesn't it? The only thing that Everton have got going for them, Liverpool being poor at Anfield mm-hmm. and there's no fans. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's the worry. My worry is if they try to do what a lot of other teams have done and sit back against us. I I can't see. I don't know. Anche- I, can't, I, don't, no, yeah. I can't see Ancelotti doing it. But would he? You know, would he bend his his philosophy to get the win? Would he? Would he look at the way other teams have got a, a result and think we could probably do that, or will he think, nah, we'll go out and play and try and beat them? Uh, I don't know. I, in my head, it's a bit like. City hadn't won as at Anfield for 20-odd years, had they? No. I think Everton's in the same position. They haven't won as Anfield. Yeah, I don't I think they have in your lifetime. Yeah, I don't think in my lifetime any pieces of Anfield. So they're going into this game with the idea of Liverpool are in bad form and they've been bad at home. Mm. Burnley beat them at home. You think they'll see like a wounded animal and, think and try and go yeah. for it? And I think that's the worst thing they can do. It oh, is. absolutely, yeah. They, if they come out at us, they've got no chance. I just... I don't know, because if they sit back, I think we we beat them as well, because they haven't got the... Everton aren't as strong defensively. It's mad to say it as someone like West Brom, mm-hmm. who has set up week in, week out to play that yeah. way. Everton play nice football. They've, they've been a good team yeah, this year. Yeah. I said they'd be one to watch. They've been one to watch. They, to be honest with you, they're a nice team to watch play mm. football. It hurts me to say it, and it kills me knowing that Everton are actually a decent <laughs> side. Now they've got a decent manager with decent players. But, I mean, I've seen rumours that Rashad, um, James Rodriguez doesn't like England. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll drive him to the airport. <laughs> I don't like him there. He's, he's world class. He's, but, he's quality, um, He reminds me a bit of Coutinho, you know. Yeah, he's that luxury flair player in the team, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Like, and he's found form again. I think that's why he might have half used Everton four comes to Prem, find some four, put himself yeah. in the shot market and go to go to someone like I don't know, like your PSGs or even like Real Celsius and play with David Silva. It's just yeah. someone I mean there's not there's plenty of teams better than Everton who'd want Hamas Rodriguez. Yeah, um, I think that's probably what how he's been enticed into Everton is listen, you've got a world class manager here. You can use it as a stepping stone. Or you can make it a you can make it a success there, and you make a name for yourself, and you stay, and you're successful, or you use that to get you moved to, you know, wherever Juventus or you know whatever. Yeah. So he's it's, it's like a win win for him. I think the Everton team we've got, although um, 
Calvert Lewin's fit. I think they're going to massively miss Yerry Mina. He's been ruled out for it. Has he? He's uh, he's quite a threat for him. Set pieces him, isn't he? He gets yeah. a few goals from corners and stuff. So and he's good at defending their, them in corners. So I don't think that Godfrey is the tallest of them. Not. I, I have no idea to be honest. I think we'll get a, a goal from a corner today. That's been coming for a while, hasn't it? We've been missing yeah. that. Um, and me and you were talking about it the other day. I think got Everton are a decent goalkeeper away from. Regular top four finishes. Yeah. Um, Jordan Pickford is a cl- he's a clown, and I actually think that he won't play to to like. I think he'll put that other keeper in. He's played well that other keeper when he's coming as well. He's he's been flitting between hasn't he Ancelotti between the two keepers. Uh, is it Olsen the other yeah. guy? I think he'll play Olsen today. It's a derby though, isn't it? It's no. a big, but I just don't think he could throw someone like that into a derby. <laughs> He reckons Pickford's fine, but I don't. I reckon he's Pickford's worried, thinking Liverpool are gonna get me today. Yeah. Um, but uh, the thing is, if he does play Pickford, I think Pickford will have one of the worst games of his career. <sighs> Wishful thinking. It, honestly, I, I think like, oh, have he's come out and said, you know, he didn't mean to uh, Van Dyke or whatever, but he did. Either way, whether he did or he didn't, he's had so much stick of fans for it. For is it sick? Three, four, five, what well, however many months it's been. It's got like they can say they switch off to it, but it's gotta be playing on his mind. Yeah, definitely. But in my eyes he meant it. Anyone who goes into a tackle two feet off the ground, you're trying to hurt the player. But I don't know, I I think he leaves Everton this year, if Ancelotti stays. And I think he won't play the Euros. He doesn't deserve to play the Euros. Nick Pope all day. Or Dean Anderson. Yeah. He's I mean, got two better keepers than him. He is the most protected keeper in the league by the media. He is sh- absolutely shambolic. Yeah. I don't understand how people... F- he's, do you know when in the Everton ground, when he, he makes a good save, it flashes up on the big telly, England's number one. Wow. <laughs> he live off it. Wow. He's, but he's terrible. He, he's so cocky and arrogant. and oh. he, he just hasn't got the, the skill set to back it up, though. He, like, no. he's, I, I say, I've, I've watched a bit of Everton. And... Right. It seems a bit harsh for me to say this about him because of the, the way Alisson's been lately, but his distribution is appalling. Shot stopping, he's okay. Commanding his area, awful. Like, he reminds me a bit of Carius. Like, that may be a bit harsh on, on Carius. Right? But, <laughs> but that that's what I see in him. I see Carius. Yeah, he is. And how on earth he's. Our number one in this country is just beyond me. I can't think what derby it was now. I was in the Annie Road end and I'd say 85, 90% of his ball distributions went out. Yeah, yeah, he just kicks them straight out of play. Yeah, um, he's terrible. He's real bad. And Everton genuinely are a goalkeeper away from challenging. I think if they get rid of Sigurdsson, get rid of Pickford. You don't like Sigurdsson? No, I think he's crap. He's a, I mean, he's a bit slow, but he's technically, I've, I've noticed he's quite a good player. He's, All he's the Everton fans hate him as well. Yeah. Um, but I don't think, I think if they get rid of Sigurdsson, if they get rid of Pickford, mm-hmm. they stop starting Tom Davis, <laughs> they'll do well. Yeah. Who do you think would be a good replacement for them in goal then? Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> Dean Anderson? Or Nick Pope? Do you like English keepers? Yeah. Nick Pope, I honestly wouldn't rule that. Farad's got money, you know. Mm. He's, he's got loads yeah, of money. Yeah. I mean, he probably put the live buildings below the idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, that'd, that'd be... If they if they got Nick Pope, that would concern me. I wouldn't concern me in terms of finishing over Liverpool, but I think they'd be in the top four again. I think mm. the or the Europa League places. Because they are missing a, a, a top keeper. That's, like, clear for all to see. Yeah, if they keep hold of... The James Rodriguez and Alan and Ancelotti's got that pull. We've seen it. He's brought Alan and James Rodriguez in. He's got the yeah, pull. Yeah, actually, not a lot spoke about the core, and and he's doing quite well for them. I would have had the core at Liverpool before he went there. Yeah. Well class. Um, so they've got a good, uh, like, got that Michael Keane in defence. He's not too bad. Um, Calvert Lewin. I think that Bernard is quite good. They've got a good. I think if the, if fifty play Godfrey and Mina in the back though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'd probably sell Bernard 
I think getting Josh Kingin's a good deal. Yeah, I forgot about him, yeah. Getting him getting him in for an impact sub, he's quick. He's decent in the Prem. Mm-hmm. Calvert Lewin's only gonna get better. I say it gives him gives Cal- Calvert Lewin a kick up the backside as well, doesn't it? So yeah, he, he, has, he never really had anyone in there to challenge him. To challenge him, did he? They're a good team and I knew at the start of the season that they had caused problems. I just didn't think that they'd be able to win games and go above Liverpool. But every time that's been through on a plate for them, they've crumbled. Yeah. But looking to tonight then, who's their biggest threat? Because it's a mad one because against City, they didn't start James Rodriguez. I think... Was that you reckon with the derby in mind? Could have been. I think that like their biggest threat, if... Assuming he plays his best football, it's probably Richarlison. If, if, if he turns up. Against the big teams, though, he's awful. And he, like against the smaller teams, he's, he's decent. He's not a £50 million footballer by any stretch no. of the margin. And I don't think that he'll be there much longer. I think Cancelotti gets a bit frustrated with him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just the fact Calvert-Lewin's fit worries me. It worries me so much. Mm. Calvert-Lewin going up against the makeshift defence... One thing that I think is in our favour is Calvert Lewin. Off the top of my head, I don't think he's got much pace, has he? He's, I mean, he's no slouch, but he's not known to be a, you know, a, a pacey striker. It's not like you're coming up against Vardy. Yeah, yeah, you're not coming up against Vardy or Danny Ings or that type of off the shoulder striker. He's he's big. He's good in the air. He can finish, but he's not like lightning, is he? I think Everton. You know, you've said it. I think Everton could maybe get Danny Ings in the summer. Think so. Mm-hmm. That's someone who if they if they get him, it helped them a lot. Yeah. But yeah, Calvert Lewin's. Do you think we need someone like that? We're getting Mbappe. We'll chill. Got- <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> no, but Calvert Lewin's a threat. James Rodriguez is a massive threat. Um, but then I feel as though I don't think he turns up against us. No, I think we nullify him. I think Thiago nullifies yeah. him. Um, and other than that, I'm not bothered. I I think. Them having Mina out is good. I mean, Godfrey's been good at the back for them, but I think our front three, ultimately, they've got to perform because Joss is back nearly. Yeah, yeah. I think even the left back, Luca Dean, I think Trent will have him in his pocket all game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know who I think's going to be having a massive game today? Go on. Jones. Yeah. Not just saying it. He's not. He's in a good run of form. He's off, he's he's off the back of a really really top performance, isn't he? Yeah. He's a local lad in a derby. Like it's all it's all lined up for him to have a. I know it. We played the boss performance. We only played the kids against him when he he played last time. Mm. But they played the first team. He was head and shoulders above everyone. And, and they played the first yeah, yeah. team. They they come out to win, and we played our kids. And he. That's one of the best, like. Single strike. Not. I'm not talking about team goals. That's one of the best goals I've seen in a derby. That was precision. Like, there's been very few. You know, I'm trying to think. Suarez had a few. Gerard got the latter. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, just, just that one moment. That moment of brilliance. You don't see many of them like that in a derby. I honestly do think that it. That this is a stage tonight. Mm. And though, because like you said, off the back of that performance against Leipzig. He is all anyone spoke about. Yeah. Kabak got man of the match because if you put Kabak in a poll on Twitter, Turkey takes over. Yeah. <laughs> he, is, he is like the poster boy for Turkey. Uh, and they had Kabak and Salah in the other day for the man of the matches with Jones and Trent, I think. Yeah. And Kabak and Salah were head and head on this poll yeah, right to the expired. Uh... But it was basically Turkey against Egypt. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was basically. <laughs> it was like a poll. Um, but Kabak is adored over in Turkey. Like mm-hmm. when I was speaking to my mates over in Turkey, they were ecstatic that he had come to Liverpool. Yeah. Ecstatic. He is the new... So, put it, Seng Tosin was their, was their man. Yeah. He's like the, one of the most be- the decorated Turkish strikers. He's the king or something. Yeah, Tosin Pasha. Yeah. Um, he is unbelievable for Turkey. Yeah. He is, but obviously he's flopped at Everton. They've seen one of their... I mean, don't get me wrong, they've got like Su uh, and then they've got... Uh, Oh, what's his name? Liverpool. And there's one at Juventus who's Turkish as well mm-hmm. at centre back. But in terms of like, think after Istanbul, Liverpool become a massive name in Turkey. We're already a massive name, but a lot of Turkish people love Liverpool off the back of that final. Yeah. Uh, and then they've seen their new up and coming talents come to Liverpool. Yeah. 
like they are made They're up. fully behind them, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Um I was made up to see him put in a um, a solid performance against Leipzig after after what happened at Leicester. It didn't knock his confidence any. No. He he is he's gonna be he's gonna be world class. He's only gonna get better when Van Dyke's back. Um but I just think speaking of Jones, I think he's gonna dominate today because I, I was thinking about it the other day and I was thinking like against that Everton side when he dominated in the, the FA Cup yeah. they had a strong team out and you're right he was head and shoulders above everyone else he was world class in that game all anyone spoke about this week is Curtis Jones yeah. if, if he went on and Twitter, rightly so by yeah, the way if he went on Twitter he was trending for about three days yeah. Um. And so football players check it, I'm not bothered. They say they don't, they yeah. definitely do. Curtis Jones has shown this season why we didn't loan him out. And mm-hmm. Curtis Jones, for me, has shown signs that he... I'm not comparing him to Gerard. It's so easy to do so, isn't it? Yeah, but he's got Gerard's characteristics. Yeah. Like, when I think back to when Gerard burst onto the scene, it was ju- he was just a breath of fresh air for Liverpool. And we, we knew... By watching him, this fella's going to be well. I don't think anyone knew how good he would actually be. Mm. But Curtis Jones, just the minute he gets that confidence, you know he can bang a shot. Yeah. He's so like, skillful on the ball. He's got that flair about him. He's. I, do you know what I particularly like about him as well? I've noticed in the past couple of games is his, um, his strength and his hold up. Like, he can have two, three players around him. He, got he can't the, get near him. He got the messy treatments against Leipzig. Yeah. Four players were going yeah. after him when he had the ball. That, and he couldn't get near him. And he's not 20. He's a kid. Like, People talk about Phil Foden, but I, I, I think Curtis Jones is better. Dare I say it? <clears throat> yeah, he's not yet. But Phil Foden's been in the in the city first team for like three years. But yeah, that's what I mean. I think Curtis Jones will... He will be better. He, he will be better than Foden. I think at the minute Foden's ahead of him because of how many games he's played and he's got all that experience and whatever. But I think a few years down the line, people will be speaking about Curtis Jones more than Phil Foden. Curtis Jones is generational, and I'm, I'm sat there every week now smiling, like because I remember when one of the first podcasts we'd done, I was saying Curtis, oh Curtis Jones, and people had commented like, no, um, people who watched it were saying to me like, what are you going on about? He's just a kid. Yeah. And I was like, trust me, yeah, I'm sat here, yeah, I'm sat here now, <laughs> just like, tell you. you can see, you can tell, like I remember, I'm going back years and years ago, um, when. Uh, Sterling and remember Suso? Yeah. They they were both coming through the through the reserves or whatever at the time and I was speaking to a, a guy down south who we were on holiday and I went, and he's a Liverpool fan. And I went watch these two. You watch these two players. These are gonna be the, the next because I used to go and watch the like all the reserves and everything and I'd see the players coming through. And I just go to him, I went, Dave, you wait, you watch Sterling and you watch Suso and they will be on the world stage. And he was like Never heard of him. Like, you wait. <laughs> so you I used to think see. that about Harry Wilson, but he seems to have flopped. But um, I still think he's. I think he's got to learn. And I think this year, in going from the back from the Prem to finding like they don't want you in the Prem and going back to the Championship will yeah. will help. Um, but Curtis Jones is just. Jones and Trent are the next Gerard and Carragher, like the two people who are just going to come into the first team and and stay for yeah. a long, long time. Um, I can't see. Out the two of them, if you had said what if if one of them was going to go, I'd say it would probably be Trent out the two of them in the future. Okay. Um, Jones has got. I don't know. He's just he's a talky lad. You know what I mean? He's not going anywhere. And I know, yeah, but isn't Trent like West Arvies? I'm not saying Trent would go, but I think. If Liverpool were to fall off the p- the pace a bit, yeah. he probably would because he's good enough to go and play for your Real Madrid, your yeah, Barcelona, yeah, your PSGs yeah. and, and stuff like that. But I don't think Trent's a go because Trent's ultimately got to make the decision of if he stays, he's probably going to be the most decorated Liverpool player of all time. Yeah. But on Jones, he's learning under Klopp now. When he was... I would always say your most important years in football are 16 to 19. where That's where you define... Because like, when you're 16, that's when you're getting you're, you're getting kept on. And that's where you're getting like your pro contracts and stuff. Mm-hmm. At that time, he was learning off Steven Gerrard, the best midfielder of my generation. Yeah. The, probably one of the best midfielders in world football ever. He was better than Zidane. He was better than Kaka. He was better than Xavi. He was better than Iniesta. And I mean that. <laughs> I mean it. Like Steven Gerrard is 
the best person I've ever seen play football. And he's from Heighton. There's, I mean, there's one name in there, only one of them names you said that I, I can't agree with. Like, I love Steven Gerrard. He's the, the best player, I think, to, to play for Liverpool in my lifetime, I think. But one of my favourite players ever, ever is Zidane. Like, I, Zidane turned around and said he's... Every player I've just named has said the best player they've come up against is Steven yeah. Gerrard. Now, of all them, it's... At, yeah, but that's the, the best player they've come up against. They're not yeah, going to put themselves in there. Xavi and Iniesta and that are saying Gerrard, they've come up against Yeah, yeah, no, I think, yeah. I would for, for all the Zidane, other names, I would world say. class. World class. All them names, world class. But not one of them could do everything. <sighs> everything. Shit. Gerrard could defend. Gerrard could attack. Gerrard could pick the game yeah. up by the scruff of the neck. Zidane played in the Galacticos. Stephen Gerrard played with Igor Bishkan and Jimmy Trail. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Earlier in his career, Zidane did a lot uh, of that. Could, Z- could Zidane have won the Champions League in 2005 like Gerrard did? I think possibly. Uh, like, I rate Zidane that Yeah, highly. he's world class, but he's not Gerrard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting down on Stephen Gerrard. Absolute legend. I love the guy. I've got that bias towards Stephen because <laughs> he's, um, he grew up where I grew up. He's a he's a heightened lad, yeah. and he put, he put heightened family on that map. Um, so I, I love him, but Jones learnt off him in his most pivotal days, and then when he's broke into the first team, he's learning off Klopp. Yeah. So for me, when that age is when you're getting them contracts, that's when you it defines if you're you a Premier League player massively, Jordan. That, that yeah, or if you're a, a Championship standard yeah, player, yeah. that's when the players start getting released. Yeah. Um by like people we we know got... when you start to like mature as a as a man, you know, you, yeah. you're growing and you're developing and you when you're learning from someone like Steven Gerrard. And Gerard said he's the best talent he's ever worked yeah. with. And let's not forget like some of the people Gerard worked with like Sterling coming through. Gerard worked with I'm trying to think of other kids who he's had, well, who he's had, God, he's had Michael Owen. Yeah. You know But I mean in terms of, like as he's got older and stuff football oh, more. There's been like when you think of like the older young Coutinho, Sterling, yeah. all these Gerrard's played with worked with day in day mm-hmm. out, but he still talks about Curtis Jones. When Curtis Jones scored that goal in the derby, Stephen Gerrard put a picture of him on his own Instagram and put yeah. "Love it, kid." He, like Gerrard loves him. Gerrard tried to get into Rangers this season for on loan. <laughs> like, he is Gerrard absolutely loves him. And for me, Jones is now learning off Klopp yeah. and his coaching team. When Klopp goes, it might be Linders. But in Jones's Liverpool career, Steven Gerrard will be the manager one day. If yeah, assuming he stays, yeah, yeah, hundred percent will be the manager one day, and then he's craning off Steven Gerrard. Steven Gerrard is like, let's not forget, Jones has already got the pressure off him from the Premier League. Got Gerrard had for his whole career, yeah, because yeah. we've won it. Yeah. So like the likes of Jones and Trent are playing now without having that, having to walk around the city. Oh God, get us the league, lads, get yeah, us the league. Yeah. We've got, we've had the league. Yeah. If we've left to wait two, three years for another one, the pressure's not going to be as bad as yeah, it has been yeah, for 30 years. Yeah, Curtis Jones will... You and Stephen Gerrard should start the Curtis Jones fan club. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fan leader of that. But I love it because so many people, a few months ago, we had a, about two or three bad performances yeah. and he got hounded on social media. And I, I, was... I hate social media for that. Yeah, and I was still sat on this podcast saying, he's going to be world class. Yeah. I've never once doubted the kid and... He is. He's he's going to be world class. So Curtis, there's a seat here for you, lads. Whenever you're ready, whenever we're us. Um, so yeah, before we go, get a lineup. Um. So I think it's going to be pretty expected. I, I don't think there's going to be any surprises there. Uh, Allison, Trent, Kabach, Henderson, uh, Robertson. Then we'll have uh, Wijnaldum, Thiago, Jones, Salah, Mane, Firmino. What score? I don't know. I woke up this morning absolutely flying, like <laughs> buzzing for this game. And 5-1. Like, I've, that's the way I woke up this morning. Like, it's happening. I'm going to go Alison Trent, Kabach Davies, Robbo. Yeah. Davies is tall, Calvert-Lewin's tall. It's the game. It's a risk, but yeah, go yeah, on it's anyway. a risk. Yeah, yeah. Henderson, yeah. Jones, Thiago. Okay. Um, Mane, Salah, Firmino. And I think we're going to win 4-1. Okay. Yeah. But I think 
Davies. He's got a. St- if he doesn't start today, he's going to start against Sheffield United, mm-hmm. I think. But I think this game is a good game to play Davies in for his height. I think if you're playing Davies, it would have to be next to Henderson. I don't know. I just think this game's won or lost in midfield, and we're going to need Endo there. But then Genie's been doing a decent job yeah. at holding, so. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise you it's the same team that played Leipzig. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there is any change, I think the only change that would probably happen would be Davies. Um, I think he'll pull a madness out and throw Shaq in somewhere. No. I, I, can't, I can't see him... With us having a, a week until the next game, I can't see him making Impacts up yeah. Shaq. Um, and I don't think... The, the, the arcs look sharp when he came on against Leipzig. He looked the sharpest he's looked all season. I think... Jones can't be dropped after that performance. I, about, I mean, I I didn't I don't know whether I seen a different game from Ox than what you seen. I I thought he ran around like a headless chicken to be honest. No, in recent weeks he's been crap, yeah. but in that Leipzig game he just looked sharp. He looked like he look, I mean he looked don't get me wrong, he looked fit. He looked yeah. like he was bouncing around, but I just think it seems a bit like aimless. Nah, he, he was it, it was something different with the Ox. There's something different with the whole team. Yeah. Um, something's clicked yeah something's definitely clicked with a lot of them but then I think you can't bench Jones you can't <laughs> not after that not after that performance no uh, just keep playing while he's in form yeah, it's going to yeah. only help his confidence the only one I'd maybe take out the midfield just to protect them is Thiago I, I, I we can, I, we've seen he's got a hot head and we know Richardson <laughs> <laughs> I think Thiago will absolutely fight Klopp to the death if he tries to drop him because <laughs> I think he's he's got a like a, a personal point to prove. Yeah, know? and off the back of that Leipzig game, the whole team just clicked. Why not just play? Why, them again? Change, why, yeah. change, why change what's working at the minute? Um, and obviously, it's probably going to be the last game where we have I've got a bit of a selection crisis because the next game you're going to have Fabinho back, so he's yeah. a centre-back. So then Henderson's finally back in the midfield. Yeah. Then we've got Jota back, um, Kaiser's back, Klopp's got Eddie. Yeah, yeah. So... I think playing Jones is a good idea because then Jones is Eddie's like, right, Kaiser and that's coming back. And Henderson's coming back in the midfield. I need to play well. It's yet. another opportunity for Jones to say, he, he, I mean, Jones will know this. Jones will know these players are coming back. So it'll be an opportunity for him to go, you can't drop me because I've just played yeah. 10 out of 10 again. Yeah. Hopefully one of us are right today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk. I, you know what? He's, all I've done is speak after defeats lately. Because on that air transfer room, we're doing like post match after every game. And since we started doing transfer room, we hadn't won the game. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> <laughs> but the, no, the bad luck charms the dog. Since I got in, we've both been crap. Yeah. He's <laughs> getting sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, nice stuff coming on. Everyone, nice. if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to leave a like, rate, and subscribe. Comment massively helps the channel. You may think it doesn't, but it really does help the channel if you do that. If you're listening anywhere else um, on Spotify, Apple, new podcast, anything like that, do subscribe to it. Also, helps the channel. Nice one for everyone for listening. We will be back before the Sheffield United game, discussing the derby, and hopefully with discussion, an absolute thrashing because the Blues are terrible. Nice one for listening.